Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Each Sold Separately. Collect them all, an action figure podcast with me, Colonel Rain's Carr, and your friend and mine, Brian Charles Rooney. This week we'll be discussing Marvel toys, toys based off the Marvel Universe from the 1960s to the 1990s. This is only part one. Next week we'll do part two, toys of the 21st century from Marvel. But first, a word from our sponsor. Secret Wars. Marvel supervillains are coming. Secret Wars. Can the Marvel superheroes stop them? Marvel supervillains and superheroes figures each sold separately. Here, Doctor Doom and the Doom Platoon. Magneto, Doctor Octopus. There, Captain America and the Champions of Freedom. Spider-Man and Wolverine. Secret Wars. The secret's out. Doctor Doom and Spider-Man. The Marvel Secret Wars collection. Other figures each sold separately. From Mattel. That's funny. I think you should do that. I should start the episode. I already did. So. Um, oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lawn guy, and he decided to show up right when we were recording this podcast. So you know what, lawn guy? Your mama's so fat, Thanos had to snap twice. Oh. Yeah, take that. Yeah. Woo. Hey, it's Brian Charles Rudy and uh, Rain's car in Each Sold Separately. Collect them all. Episode 8 finally has arrived. Whoa, where the heck have yes, you been? I've, I have been traveling around working, oh, which is bull typical. crap. I mean, I've also been toy shopping, but I've also been working. Well, who hasn't <laughs> been toy shopping? Who hasn't been toy shopping? I don't know. I got to go to a Walmart, which is unusual for me because, as we've Whoa. discussed in past episodes, there are no Walmarts in New York City. Well, at least not in New York City proper. Um, so I found the, I guess he's a Walmart exclusive, the um, DC Multiverse uh, Shazam Captain Marvel figure, which is actually really great. Um, and uh, I did not find his enemy, which is unfortunate, but uh, that was a fun find. And uh, and a little sad because Mattel's not making them anymore. Um, yep. Which is really kind of annoying because I was collecting all of the filmic characters, which I don't collect from Marvel, which is... Um, Nobody a bone of contention between me and most of my friends. You, yeah, nobody no, understands I, I you and nobody likes you. No, that's mostly because at one time I thought, oh, this won't last. <laughs> and then I thought, it's just more money and I like the comic versions better, which is true. It's um, been 10 years. Yeah, I know, I know. But, I, but, but it's years. saved me money, you know. Sure. Um, I, I mean, I've got, there's got to be a hundred something of them down here. There's way too many. Yeah, and I don't even no, have close I, to all of them. I mean, I probably could catch up and you know restart if I because of those re-releases and and all that. But I, I oh I'll, save, I'll save some money. Well, what in the heck? Uh, what in the heck are we talking about today? Marvel, Marvel characters, Marvel toys, Marvel um, toys. Those have been around for a while. The history of Marvel toys from the sixties oh, to the God. present day. Oh, let's not even part one. Oh God. Let's not get too nerdy. There are podcasts out there that do that, but I don't think we need to be that nerdy. Really? That. Oh, that's... There are. They're actually... Uh, it's uh, they, There's a podcast out there that has gone through a whole bunch of different lines and given you like a three-hour history of each one. It's a little intense. And unless you're super into it, it's a little intense. Hmm. Um, but it's, yeah, pretty, no. it's pretty interesting still. Um, but, I, you know, I, that's a, that gets a little bogged down in nerdiest, nerdiness for me. But what I find funny is you and I are are old enough, or at least I'm old enough to remember a time. I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> remember a time when it felt like the Marvel was kind of dying out. 
Oh, sure. Um, where we felt like that brand was coming to an end. They started restarting things and making a bunch of stupid, you know, foil comic covers and doing all these ridiculous things in the early 1990s to try and get people to buy comic books. That's see, but that worked on me. <laughs> right? Well, it did a for lot. a while. It worked on me for a little bit, too. But I finally got over it. And, and yeah. uh, Marvel sort of sadly laid dormant for a little while for me and for everyone else in the world. And then now it has taken over the entire world. Yes. Um, I mean, it's insane. Oh, there, there, there are, there's a, a show I just did last this past fall, and there were two much younger people in it. Uh, a young woman, I think she was 14. And her, but her, and she's talking about how she loved Marvel, but her her entire concept of what Marvel is is based on the movies. Of course. That's an entire now generation that has grown up with that. Doesn't have any, any concept of the comic design. Yeah, of course. So I showed her pictures of, you know, my figures from the Legends line. And she's like, who's this? Who's this? And, you know, Black Widow even. And I was like, that's Black Widow. She's like, what? And I'm like, no, it's not, you know, she's not, they're just different. And I said that, but those movie versions are based on these comic versions. She doesn't understand. Like, she didn't know that they were based on she knew they were based on comic books, but she had no idea what the designs were. Like she didn't, she, the disconnect was so profound. I'm sure. Thought, yeah. But that's so interesting to me because when, when, you know, the DC move, like with the Batman stuff and in the nineties, I, I knew that that stuff was based on comics and yes, the movie stuff became my primary interest initially, but I don't know. There's just, I guess back then you had to seek out things you know, it, the the internet wasn't as profoundly um, profound. That's the word of the day. Profoundly influential. No, you had to look. Certainly. You had to go look up hard copies of things. And, and, and I feel like comic books had a much bigger place in the American consciousness at that time more than they have now. Like yeah, I don't know true. anyone that still collects comic books. I don't know anyone. Children, adults. I have no idea anyone that I know that collects comic books. I do, but they mostly, I think, collect them digitally now. Like, or just read them digitally, not collect them. I right. guess collecting isn't really a thing. Yeah, because, I mean, when I was, uh, I started a pull at the local comics place near my school. My mother right. got me a pull uh, when I was probably about eight or nine. And I had one there, a monthly pool where they would come in every month and they'd pull the comics that you wanted and you, you, know, yeah, yeah. you decided which ones you wanted. And, um, I had that until I was in, you know, all the way through high school. So for a pretty long time, about ten years, I had a comic pull at one at the same comic store um, of different Mar and mostly ninety-five percent Marvel titles. Um, the only DC I ever tipped my toe into was uh, the New Teen Titans. I really loved that. Uh, oh yeah, Marv Wolfman New Teen Titans, and um, <coughs> but yeah, uh, Marvel. Uh, I feel like. I don't know. I feel like the comic books, because of the internet and because of these massive, unbelievable movies, I bet children that are, you know, 10 to 20 don't really have a great concept of what any character looks like outside of maybe Spider-Man. No. Well, people don't read. It was funny. I was thinking this morning that I, I, I bought a book on my trip, this uh, book called The Trial of Lizzie Borden, because it was a case I was obsessed with as, I, as a kid and did a research project on it and everything. And I've just always been really fascinated by it. And there's a new book and it's focused mostly on the trial and like the ins and outs of 
what went on in the trial specifically as opposed to the family. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, but I was going to say, like, we should start a thing, like, what are you reading? And then I thought, does anyone read anything anymore? Is that even a question? I'm not sure that they are. Plus, this is an action figure podcast, and action true. figures don't read. That's true. That's true. But, but we are purveyors of pop culture interests, so. Oh, sort of. <laughs> I'm old. What do I know about pop culture? What Absolutely do I know nothing. about reading? What do I know about pop culture? Nothing. That's, I, those stone stone tablets are too heavy to carry around. They are. Those Ten Commandments that I brought down from Mount Sinai are still hurting my back. Um, no, but I think that's a good point, that people probably don't really read as much as they used to. Or if they do, it's digitally, and, and they're not collecting... They're collecting files. They're not collecting hard copies. I think that that could be the case. And also, even the newer animations and things like that that these kids might have grown up with don't have a lot of classic designs. It's all these sort of like ultimate universe yeah. designs. Right. Which I still don't really, really understand because I never read any of it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Marvel... <sighs> Marvel's the one that started this whole thing. I mean, DC has been around a lot longer, and comic books have been around a long time. Um, and Superman and Batman have been around much longer than Spider-Man and others. Um, they had a couple of, you know, two, three decade head start. Um, but what do you think it is about Marvel, as Stan Lee and Steve Ditko and all those early guys, uh, Joe Kirby, all those early guys that were creating all these incredible characters... What do you think it was about them and what they did in the 1960s that is really taken a hold of the 21st century? Um, I think, I mean, this is just my own personal perception. I think that it's, there's a difference between the tone of um, how DC and Marvel differ and I think DC reacted to that in the 70s and kind of changed things a little bit mm-hmm. there's an aggression DC starts to get good in the 70s yeah there's an aggression in Marvel that isn't necessarily present in DC and DC's more of kind of a um brainier if you know not to say that Marvel doesn't have complex plot lines they certainly do but there's a little less um animalistic tone i don't know how else to describe it the 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 uh, the violence is is more um uh i don't have know how to say the violence is 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 bigger <laughs> that's a real hmm. real sophisticated way of saying it it's it's uh more graphic usually it's uh sometimes um the the sexual stuff is tends to be a bit more intense the um the extremes are more extreme. I, I just, that's my impression of Marvel. Marvel is kind of um, a speedboat and DC is a sailboat. Interesting. It can go as fast, perhaps, but it takes more work or it, there's more involved. Yeah. Um, hmm. It's interesting you say that because growing up, I collected, like I said, about 95% Marvel titles X Men, Amazing, or uh, Peter Parker, Spectre, Spider Man. <laughs> Fantastic Four, a bunch of different ones, uh, Iron Man, the whole, a bunch of different stuff. But my favorite comic out of all of those, being the nerdy little kid that I was, was um, DC's New Teen Titans, Marvel Wolfman right. and George Perez, because it was serious subject matter. And for a 8 to 12-year-old, uh, the fact that they were taking me seriously, 
right. um, I found quite refreshing. Not that I didn't find that seriousness in the other comics, because in the 70s and 80s, those comic comics got real serious. Um, that's when we get the Tony Stark, you know, alcohol drinking cover and all that right. alcoholic drinking cover. But um, they did get very serious. But I felt like DC did have a very nice, at least during that time period, a nice touch on the mature. And, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how it is now. That's a, good, but... that's a better word for what I was trying to say. It, it is more, it, it, yeah. I'd agree. Yeah, uh, I, think, I don't know. I think yeah. X Men had had a, had more of a brainy kind of. Um, well, they had to because <laughs> because of the way the characters were. Yeah, and that's being that's shunned the title by that society, I, right? Yeah, that's that's the title that I most responded to, especially as a kid. Um, I always loved um, the X Men, and what's funny is they were sort of a slow starter in Marvel. Yeah. It's not like they came out of the game. It wasn't until like the mid to late 80s that people were like, whoa, it's Wolverine and Colossus, mm-hmm. and oh my gosh, this is so cool. Um, it took a long time for that to happen. Um, why do you think that is? Uh, Storm. Storm? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of answer is well, that? Well, I mean, I, well, I think, I think partly art, partly writing, partly the character selection. I, I do think there was a change, and... and those three things hitting, you know, like anything in in entertainment, it has to be a perfect storm. Um, but I do think that the character selection, uh, the team change, uh, was probably a big factor. Um, and probably, you know, pe- fatigue. I think there are people that kind of jockey back and forth between DC and Marvel. I certainly have over the years. I, I And that even goes for toys. You know, I get kind of tired with one and then move to the other, and that's that's happening to me right now. I was huge on my DC Classics Universe collection, um, multiverse DCUC collection is like basically complete. I'm only missing one or two things, and I'm I'd say the last few multiverse waves I've cherry picked, and and that's partly because some of them are kind of remakes of things yeah, I already have, but repaints, yeah. but Marvel Legends especially since the Hasbro takeover uh, has really brought, you know, it's just completely romanced me and brought me back in. And I will go back to the, the bin of Marvel legends because I don't have them on display in a cabinet yet. Um, And I kind of sit there and I pull them out and I take pictures and I, you know, it just look at them for the plastic art that they are. And it's really fun. Um, You know, I, I, and I find myself kind of moving back in that direction. That's probably partly because of going to see the movies. Even yeah. though I don't collect the movie versions, I'm still... But it still brings the fervor, you know, yeah. the excitement. Yeah, totally. Um, whereas DC, there hasn't been... I mean, you know, I, it's just not... This version of DC, I guess, I don't know that anything's ever going to top the Tim Burton stuff for me with regard to Batman. I, I just... Uh, and I, I will say the latest DC stuff has been a little more comic book type or comic book style. Like Aquaman, I really liked because it was mostly brightly colored and the costumes, they didn't shy away from, like, particularly from Mara. Like, they were like, this is Mara and she's in a bright costume and we're not apologizing for that, which I really liked. But, um, I, I you know, that stuff I, I, I love. And maybe that's why I don't collect the Marvel toys because they're kind of realistic 
or hmm. what what Hollywood might deem realistic, and it doesn't excite me as far as toys go. Um, the only time it ever has is really with G.I. Joe, and that was when I was a kid. Um, but that style is not terribly exciting for me. Hmm. I'd rather have the brightly colored Wolverine than the black suit Wolverine from the oh, Brian I Singer mean, movie. Certainly I, mean, I mean, the Brian Singer, the second man. they took those into... Well, that was that <clears throat> style of that time, though, right? was, you know, let's make yeah. it a, a slick uniform style sort of yeah. like they were you know i mean sort of like the, they were trying to go like original x-men where they all wore the same exact outfit in black well right <laughs> so well, they were, in the comics it was black uh, and yellow but you know that right might have been but a that's much. still color like it's you know it's still something <laughs> it, the, no but i i feel like the Why newer don't you marvel go do movies some musical theater geez. Are, are better are better <laughs> brightly colors so ironic because i'm not really like that um i but yeah, I mean the more the more recent movies like Ant Man, they haven't really shied away from that, which is great. No, Ant Man, um, I appreciate. They've been very comic booky. I've really appreciated yeah, that. Guardians of the Galaxy certainly has been, mm-hmm. which is great. I mean, it's still a little muted, but it's it's better than you know the, the comic movies of the earlier two thousands. I don't, true. you know, I, I'm not. I don't need realism. I live realism every day. I don't. I, I I need escapism. Well, but I, well, I appreciate heavy. what they try and do, trying to ground it in a real world. Because I was real sure. worried about Guardians of the Galaxy and Ant Man and things like that, because they're so fantastical, especially Guardians yeah. all the space nonsense. Like, how <laughs> are you going to follow all that space crap that you don't care about? Because trust me, I never read those comics because it was too convoluted. In right, seventies or you know, the recent <laughs> ones that they're based on, whatever, because they were just too convoluted. It was just too much space crap. Um, so I was excited that they tried to at least ground it in a slight bit of reality. And yeah, I, I think they did a great that. job. I appreciated that a little bit. Um, but we got a lot of Marvel coming up. Did you happen to see Captain Marvel? I did. So what did you I think really, of old Captain Marvel? I really liked it a lot. I thought it was really well written, um, and really well produced. I liked that I wasn't distracted by any of the special effects, which that was great. Has, yeah, I think it's one of the best examples in all the Marvel movies of seamless CGI uh, reality. I really, I was really impressed by that. Um, I really liked her. I thought she was great. I thought I like that comic, so I had yeah, uh, I do. You know, I like a reference. Carol a lot. Yeah, yeah, I like the character. I think she's dry. I think she's funny. Um, and I really liked her in it. I, I, I think a lot of the people complaining about her. You know, and saying that she's not good probably haven't seen it. They don't, and, and if they, they don't, also don't understand the character. No, no, I, yeah, and and I don't, I don't, yeah. I, I, people were complaining that she was saying like, oh, there were a lot of guys saying like, oh, she's you know, she's complaining that you know this movie isn't. They're, they're saying she's saying the movie isn't for white guys, and it's like, no, that's not what she's saying. She's what? saying she went into a press junket and all she saw were white guys there to interview her. And it would be nice if there were more people of color or women um, in the press pool. That's a good, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so like that's just diversity, diversity of, in the workplace. of opinion is a good thing. <laughs> I mean, that, you want more people to, to be brought into these movies because if you don't do that, they're not you know, the the audience yep. is going to become more and more limited and there won't be as many movies for you true. to hate on. That's very <laughs> like, true. I, you know, and you don't have to like the movie, certainly, but no. trying to ruin it, like it, it happened, I think, with um, Solo, 
as well. There were people that were just kind of throwing major backlash, some and some with good reason. But it ruined that movie, and I thought it was an. I actually really thought it was excellent. I like that movie and, a lot too. Yeah, and, you know, and and I. And and now Disney's like, well, maybe we won't do as many of these, and we'll cancel this one. And it's like, you know, you have a lot of power on the internet in numbers, yep. and that's a good thing. But it can also be really bad if the mm-hmm. opinions are not, re- mm-hmm. you know, rooted in reality. So, off my soapbox. Um, Whoa! I, yes, I really please. liked it. I I thought uh, she and um and uh, his name's Samuel L. Jackson. No, no, I know. I'm trying to think of the <laughs> character name. <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, Nick Fury had a really good chemistry. Oh, um, I loved all the little Easter eggs that you didn't need yeah, to know about. Like you don't, nope. you didn't need, you didn't to, know need about to know Monica. Them, but... You didn't need to know any of that stuff. No, yeah, but I loved. Uh, I liked that actress too. That that little girl was yeah, really she good. was really great. Um, and I I can't I I hope that she that I mean obviously maybe how is she not going to be that in, actress in, won't in, play in her, game. But... How is she not going to be an in game? Yeah, hopefully. I mean that be. would be amazing if she's this little kid with powers. That would be cool. Um, well, she's not going to be little anymore because that movie takes place in the nineties. No, well, that's but true, um, yeah. but what I appreciated about the film. Oh, you're and, right. And it took, <laughs> it took a little reflection because I enjoyed it at the movie theater and I had a lot of fun with it. Um, yeah, it wasn't my most like hooray exciting Marvel picture that I've seen. Um. But I don't think it was meant to be that way. I no. think that they were striving to make a 1990s superhero movie. Um, yeah. Like maybe how we would have made one in the 90s. And I thought they were trying to make a 1990s movie in 2019. And I thought that was kind of an interesting idea because it takes place in the 1990s. Of them really trying hard to make a 1990s action film. Yeah. Uh, a female-driven action film uh, in that style, and having seen almost every single movie that came out in the '90s, I sort of appreciated that um, that they t- really tried hard to give us that not not just the '90s feel or the '90s vibe, but to actually give us a '90s movie. Yeah, and I thought they were fairly—I mean, ninety percent successful in creating that type of atmosphere. And and personally, I think this is my favorite performance. By Sam Jackson in a long oh, time. Oh, totally. In a Reserved long time. And, Number and one, disciplined. <laughs> by far, by far the best in any Marvel movie. Yeah. But really, my favorite because it's supposed to be him younger, so he's not as brash. Yeah. Sort of. But I thought it was my the best Sam Jackson performance in a long, long time, and he's a great. No, I would agree. I would agree. But he did it was some very really fantastic work in this movie. Yeah, it was. It was. Um restrained i thought and i said that but I, I really did think that that was the case i i uh and it was a character it wasn't just no, you know a lot of a lot a of hollywood actors sure. tend to play themselves because that's yeah. what they're hired and he's for. played himself many times before <clears throat> yeah you play yourself under a given set of circumstances <clears throat> instead of creating a character but he did a create a very interesting character and i know people are upset about the eye thing at the end with the cat and all that and i know i knew some people were just like oh that's a cop out and stupid but you know what <laughs> Is it a cop out? How is it a cop out? Take a little tongue in cheek with it. Have a little fun with it. You know, they're trying. (sighs) Remember, it's a 1990s movie. They're trying to make. You imagine how you remember how many crappy, weird monster movies there were in the 1990s? Right. Holy crap. There were some crappy movies. I mean, what was that one with Whoopi Goldberg where she's like hanging out with. What was that weird one in the early 90s with Whoopi Goldberg? And she's like. Ghost? No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. no. It's after that. She like wins. She goes for ghost, and it's like a big deal. And then the next movie she makes is like her with like a bunch of dinosaurs or 
her with a bunch of something stupid. I can't remember the name of what? it. Some stupid I monster didn't... movie. You don't need to look it up now, but no, it's I a will really later. stupid film. But um, clearly, I didn't. The nineties was it. full of all kinds of nonsense. But I thought they they. I really enjoyed because scrolls are some of my favorite characters yeah. in the Marvel canon. Oh, and I was gosh, excited that, about that was their introduction. The fight sequences were so good. Yeah, that that the chases and the fights were excellent. I didn't get sick. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they were shot well and choreographed really well. And I enjoyed the that button. there was really only one big sequence, which was the yeah. ending. Right, there was one big sequence where she takes care of business right, right. There at the end. Right, the rest was sort of enclosed or small fight sequences, which right. was kind of nice. I liked those. They were they were less fakey. I mean, obviously, there's a whole bunch of mm-hmm. digital editing, yeah. but yeah, and that last sequence. I read a couple of people like, oh, she's such a Mary Sue. And it's like, and? So? Yeah. We can't have someone who's just really, who really think, good at their job. Who, <laughs> like, who do you think is supposed to be Thanos, Dumbos? I know. I just There's thought, one like, person what? that can do it. If they're not going to put Adam Warlock like in the comic book, you got to right. put Captain Marvel in. You I mean, she, I just, I so enjoyed that. I thought, oh, God. There's, like, it stretches out. Can't she? And I literally, before it happened, I just thought, can't she just beat the crap out of them and just end it and that's what happened and i yeah. liked that no it was satisfying and that's the power really that satisfying. that any captain marvel has right the original captain marvel marvel and all that that's i mean that's their power right um and that's pretty exciting it's that cosmic power um, but she's a girl she's a right. girl so <laughs> go home and make your cookies I mean, I really love the, like, let's change the color scheme on my outfit. I thought that was really that cute. That was funny, actually. Um, <laughs> was, let's change the little, color it scheme. It was a little... It was a... Ni- but remember, yeah, it it's was, a 1990s right. yeah. movie. It's supposed to be a little cheesy. Yeah, That's why that stuff was. was there. It wasn't like we're making a bad movie. It's we're trying to make it just a little bit cheesy, and I appreciated that. Um, yeah. And on reflection, I really appreciate it, and I'm excited to see it again sometime. I liked um, their house too. That at the end, that's a random yeah. kind of bizarre segue. But I actually really liked that house. I was like, <laughs> I kind of want a house like that. It's that really was, nice. Yeah, with an airplane in the backyard. But, right. Um, <laughs> uh, another Marvel movie. Before we start talking toys here in a second, because we are an action figure podcast, yeah. is um, I finally saw Into the Spider Verse. It only oh, yeah. took you know six months, but I finally saw Into the Spider Verse. What did you think? I loved it. Mm-hmm. But I'm biased because Spider-Man is my favorite character. Okay. Um, and I really enjoyed what they were going for. Sony Pictures Animation is doing all kinds of cool stuff. They they hooked me. Definitely. Lot. They made that awesome Smurfs movie about a year or two ago, which was fantastic. They make all kinds of really cool stuff. They they have the rights to the Master of the Universe movie, and I wish that they would just do an animated one. Um. Oh, well, I'm going to ask after. you about this right at the end of the podcast. Don't mm-hmm. you worry. We're going to talk about that right at the yeah, very end. I promise. Ridiculous, ridiculous rumors going Don't around. Don't you worry. Very unhappy. I'm going to ask you right <laughs> at the end. But I really <laughs> thought that the artistic choices were very interesting. I didn't know a lot about Miles. I knew sort of the origin story, right? Um, but I didn't know a lot about him. So that was kind of nice. Um, mm-hmm. To learn that, and I and I love Spider Ham. I, I love that. I had yeah. those comics when I was a kid. <laughs> I love. I, I, I love that figure so Nick much. Cage is Spider Man Noir and all that stuff. Mm. So I really enjoyed the picture. It was probably one of my favorite Marvel movies that's come out. You seem to not feel the same way. Um, I well, while I was watching it, I thought it was wonderful, and I really liked all of the character choice the, the the characters they chose for it. 
Um, I liked the villains. I liked the female Doc Ock. I thought that was a cool idea. Um, and I, and I was surprised by that. I expected her to be someone else. And I, I, I was like, Oh, and I, and I never, I am never surprised by any movie. And it's always, is this movie that I've just figured out in the first 10 minutes going to, going to surprise me in a way that makes me actually go, what? And that's rare. Or is it going to be that I figure it out and then I go, oh, that was done well. Or that I figure it out and I go, that was obvious from the first moment. So they sh- that actually surprised me, which was a huge deal for me. And it was animated well. It was a little little busy at times for me. Like, uh, you know, it whereas Captain Marvel was like a very not... detailed comic book, like a George Perez yeah. or some kind of comic, a very detailed comic. It felt overwhelming right. like that. Like where you were just reading too fast. Yeah. Um, which, you know, could just be because I'm not 12. Um, but right. I saw it with my friend Mary, and she had seen it already, and she was happy to go twice, which was fun. Um, so it was a good experience there. And afterwards, I thought, well, I have the figures, so I don't need to go collect these. <laughs> so that kind of ended my experience with it. I, I <laughs> There's not enough toys, so I don't care. Well, no, but, like, I don't... <laughs> I thought it was great. You know, I thought it was beautifully drawn. I liked the style, and I wasn't sure I was going to, but I did like it. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know if I would or not either, and I was excited to finally watch it. I didn't love Kingpin. The yeah, the characterization. The I wasn't. They didn't. The emotional stuff. The stuff no. he got on, say, Daredevil, uh, the Netflix series with yeah. him and Vincent D'Onofrio is unbelievably cool. Yeah, and this I fe- it felt a little that might have been the lacking part. It was, it was rather one dimensional, very one dimensional. Yeah, I just was like, eh. And, and but <laughs> I did enjoy it. Other than that, oh but yeah. Have you so have you been a Marvel comics fan like a long time? I know you were a big comic collector when you were younger. Yeah, um, my were you a big Marvel. Did you, what were your Marvel books that you were your go tos? Um, all the Spider Man titles. Uh, Ama- Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man, Spectacular Spider Man. Uh, I'm trying to remember if there was another Web one. Spider-Man? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then just that started, Spider-Man. That, started that was an early 90s one. Yeah, just Spider-Man, Spider-Man, definitely. Yeah, I have like all the, the 19 different versions of the first cover. <laughs> um, Venom, when it started. Yep. Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, what other Marvel? Well, then all the X titles. X-Factor. Uh, X-Force was huge for me. I know everyone yeah, hates... X- Rob I, hey, I, and his I style. loved X Force. I loved X Force. I loved that I've book. Still got, I've got New Mutants number eighty nine with Deadpool's first appearance, bitches. Yes, yes. Um, I think I have that too. Actually, I think that was a, a search, I love that a search cover. and find That's in one of those stores. And Deadpool's first appearance. Yeah. Yes. Um, <clears throat> uh, and then you know X Men, Uncanny X Men. Uh, what else? Uh, what other Marvel? Wolverine. Uh, I collect back issues of that mini series and then the full series. Uh, I feel like there was a cable series too. There was. There was a cable book. Mm-hmm. I have. I have yeah. probably the first. There was a mini series and then a regular series. I probably had the first six or seven issues of Cable because Cable's one of my favorite characters yeah. as well. Yeah, he's super cool. Um, that era. New Mutants, New Warriors. I collected that back yeah. issues of that for a while. Um, 
I didn't collect Hulk, even though as a little kid, Hulk, Hulk and Spider-Man were like yeah. the the main things for me well, as a tiny kid. When you were like kid. a preteen and teenager, the Hulk was a great book. When Peter David was writing that book, a Hulk I did was not, a great book. You should I go back and collect the like zero interest from in that like when, back 90, then. when Peter David starts writing it, right when Todd McFarlane was doing it, right. um, he was doing the Gray Hulk stuff. Peter David did some incredible Hulk issues a run for about four or five years you should check those out sometime i should it'd be something to read actually that would be yeah the peter uh, david hulks are really good um what else did i collect it was marvel um i can't remember if there's anything else so you, significant. you had a lot of marvel were, you, you yeah, did a lot yeah. of marvel yeah, I mean, and there were like one-offs or whatever, or short sure, series sure. that I would do. Um, well, what characters, if, what three or four characters did you gravitate to the most in the Marvel Universe? Uh, Jean Grey, um, because she was smart and, under, and, and underestimated. And, well, yeah, because of that. <laughs> um Believe it or not, Wolverine back then, which I, I know that's like everyone's answer, but... I really, I, I don't know. Him too. I always liked Logan. I always liked the character, Logan's character a lot. Yeah. Um, like him Storm, as Logan. Because uh, they did a yeah. lot of just Logan stuff. Like oh, his sure. story of Logan in the 80s. And I really enjoyed all that. Um, I loved... Uh, I loved Venom. I loved uh, Carnage. Although I didn't really relate to Carnage, I just liked the character. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just like um, him, sure. It was messy and fun. Um, yeah, I mean, I love the art in Carnage for sure. Most, but mostly X Men. Uh, okay. Uh, definitely uh, Domino, Cable, uh, Shatterstar. So you're an X guy. You're mostly an X. Yeah. Guy. Oh, Polaris. Okay. Polaris was a huge one, yeah. and Magneto. And Magneto and Polaris really uh, mystique. Um, the whole brotherhood is a huge I love fave of mine too, for sure. Um, and I'm very frustrated that we don't have newer versions of basically all of I them. Know. Uh, I know we really, we need an avalanche figure now. Yep. <laughs> that would be nice. I'd like a um, new, I'd like them to re-release that blob figure too. Oh, totally. They need, well, they just to do it. I mean, they could do it for Comic-Con. They could just do a whole box set and do blob pyro, yeah. uh, toad avalanche, um, Maybe like a first appearance rogue, like the in the yeah, green ooh, yeah. jumpsuit. I love, I, um, actually, I really love that outfit. Yeah, that original cool. rogue outfit. I like that one a lot. And then just put Mystique in there. Any again? I don't know. I mean, it would be a reuse. Be great. But, but so what? Um, that's. I think that's cool. save the money. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, that would be amazing to me. Um, I love that we're getting more X Force figures. That makes me very happy. Me too. Um, and. Uh, yeah, I, I uh, Sauron was a huge fave of mine. Oh, wow. uh, Mr. S- Mr. Sinister. Uh, so you're Calis- like big collecting Callisto. days, Callisto. Yeah, you're, so your big yeah. collecting days are like um, the early '90s, early like the '90s, early to mid '90s. Is yeah, that like late, when you're like diehard like going to the comic store every Wednesday to kind 90, of thing. Eighty-nine to ninety-five, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was collecting yeah, but... then. I was collecting then as well, but I collected starting probably. I would pick them up off the rack. Starting maybe eighty eighty one, uh, this is um, you know twenty years before you were born, and um, <laughs> and I'm I started like I said I started that old, but no. pull in probably eighty three. Um, that tells you how old I am. Eighty three. I started that pull. Um, and my all time, I mean, Secret Wars came out 
that oh, first sure. year that I was collecting, and um, still to this day, Secret Wars holds a great space in my heart, and that's where I got introduced to characters that I didn't know very well. Right. Um, and so Same. That's... That toy line, I had no idea that that story was even happening in comics because my yeah. only comic book experience um, as a kid before starting to collect properly in the ni- late, late 80s, early 90s were the Masters of the Universe star comics and, the, um, and, and this Batman comic-style book and record that was the most yeah. frightening yeah. Thing I actually remember those. Those are pretty ever. frightening. They were frightening. I remember was, those. I remember they had the Neil Adams. My... Didn't they have the Neil Adams yeah. art in those? Yeah, they, it was it was virtu- very seventies, like very uh, early eighties, very heightened. Yeah, I had that one too. Yeah, I had that one too. I, I mean, it was frightening. I would put it on my Fisher Price record player, and I couldn't even. I would get yeah. to the part, the oh, scariest yeah. parts, and have to stop. Which oh, is, yeah. you know, but yeah, no. Awesome. But Secret Wars, those those. Um, those Mattel toys, the Tower of Doom, and oh, the, we're gonna get to that the, in just oh, a moment. You so just hold your horses, my <laughs> God. Um, but yeah, so my favorites coming out of Secret Wars, um, my favorite all-time favorite is Spider-Man, and we'll talk about that when yeah. we talk about the toys. Oh. But um, uh, my all-time favorite is Spider-Man. Um, if we're gonna go, just a few, uh, I'd say Reed Richards. Uh, I always identified a lot with Reed Richards. That um, doesn't surprise huge me. Fan actually. of mine. <laughs> Uh, I'm a huge fan of Reed Richards. I always loved Colossus. Um, oh, sure. Huge. Uh, for some reason, I always gravitated towards Colossus, so you can imagine when that classic Colossus figure was shown at Toy Fair, what I did. Mm-hmm. Ah, I screamed like a little... No, he's... little the little rain screamed inside. Yes. And, um, and uh, let's see, <laughs> the, uh, the Thing, Ben Grimm, I always liked that character quite a bit because he had such that gruff... New yeah. York thing that but I he was didn't smart. understand, but he's smart, right? Yeah. But he had that that sort of Northern Yankee that thing that yeah. you are Northern Yankee <laughs> um, thing that I didn't understand being from the South, and I kind of really enjoyed that type of character. Was a was a you know he's a stereotype, but it was kind of a, a fun little stereotype that I enjoyed. But it's and, real. Uh, I mean, it it's real. real. He is a real People guy. like that. He is yeah. a real guy. And then I also, besides Wolverine from X-Men, I always grab and Colossus, I always gravitated towards uh, Scott Summers, who's also known as mm-hmm. Cyclops. Sure. Um, I was then, more I was more his, a fan of his brother. but Yeah, I um, like his brother too, but I always like Cyclops. He's trying to be the leader and trying to hold things <laughs> together. I always like that kind of thing. And, um, and then I will say my... Other favorite Marvel character, don't hate me, everyone, is Spider Ham. I have That's a cr- I like that character. Spider Ham. Why uh, are you the first second in Marvel Age, which was like an old Marvel newsletter comic that used mm-hmm. to come out? They had Spider Ham little shorts and things like that. Yeah. And I loved <laughs> Spider Ham from the first moment, and I might be the only one besides you that likes the action figure. Um, oh my God, I love him. It could have been so much better. And I'm hoping they make us a better one someday. Um, Who's the Venom? And then there's the Venom version, right? Yeah, his name is. Um, I always forget I the name. Yeah, I'm but I had and I made the name. figure because I had two Venom like pork legend lunch, figures. Pork, pork lunch or you know something know, like that. Yeah, some ridiculous. Um, but th- that extra head came and I was like, "What are we gonna do with this?" And I was like, "Oh, I you can just buy this on new them. Venom and put That's it on right. that." Yeah, yeah. pork grind. <laughs> Isn't that his name? Yes. Pork grind. I think so. Pork yeah. grind, yeah. Maybe something like that. <laughs> something like um, that. But yeah, those are, uh, besides Spider-Man being at the very top and everyone else being a distant second, 
Um, what's funny is in the movies, watching these new MCU movies, I really love Captain America the most. And that was a character well, he's, that I always liked, but I never loved as a yeah, kid. Yeah, same. I, I didn't like him until the movies either. Um, he just was not... I guess just because he wasn't characterized mm. for me as a kid. Yeah. Like, I didn't have any media In for Secret him. Wars, he was awesome, but, you know, I never collected his comics, so I didn't know a lot about him. Right, same. Um, yeah, well, and then Chris Evans, I think, has done a really good job of making that character interesting. In you a, mean the Human Torch? In a, Chris Evans, yes. the Human Torch. Yes. Yes. John, Johnny Storm. Yes. Yes. Um, which is weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. You play two parts. Um, although he doesn't want to act anymore. He just wants to direct. So that's hey. probably hey, he's he's short. Done. He did his time. He did 10 years of Captain America. You know what? That's better. That's a good run for anybody. That's true. Um, so what do you know about early Marvel toys from, say, the 60s and 70s? Do you know anything about Marvel toys from the 60s and 70s, even well, though you're too young and a baby? Have you ever read no, about I... them in this thing called encyclopedias or the Internet? <laughs> my first – well, I mean, I can start by with my own kind of introduction. My, sure. I guess would be more than just toys. It was kind of clothing and bed bed linens and towels oh, yeah. and things. And it was all Hulk and all Spider-Man all the time. Uh, uh, underoos, the underwear. Um, oh, yeah. Those are big in my Spider-Man, house. Spider-Man I and Hulk. I still have the adult underoos right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a pair of purple shorts that um, I thought were Hulk shorts. Sweet. Um, they might have been. I don't know if they were or not. But my, my first toys were kind of, they weren't, they weren't action figures. There were things like I had a Spider-Man. I don't even know what they're called, but they're these this thing you hold in your hand and it has two. It's two. Well, it's one long metal wire that's bent into a kind of U configuration, and there's this little spinning disc that goes yes. and it's they're magnetized on either side yeah, and you, yeah. it goes back and forth and back Boy, and forth. What are and those I had called? A, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> a I don't know what they have a name. Or something weird. No, yeah, that's that's something, something else. Yeah. Um, but I had a Spider-Man, one of those. I had a Spider-Man on a parachute. That was a big toy in the 80s. The, like, just junky toy that you would get these action yep. figures and they would be on rack parachutes. Toys, rack toys, And you would yep. shoot them and they would fly and they would, you know, parachute oh, yeah. down. Those have been around since um, the 60s, those guys. Yeah. Boats. A plastic boat I had of Hulk. Uh, lots of merchandise. Uh, I had cups, bowls, spoons. Yeah, Marvel. Uh, Marvel I, did their best to merchandise every oh, little, totally. just like Disney. They they merchandise, especially with Spider Man and Hulk and their big characters. They had everything yeah. you can I think had a, of. A Hulk, Incredible Hulk bib, which I think I still have. Um, nice. Yeah. Um, and then I, on a on a trip to the beach with my grandparents because they lived in New Jersey and they lived on the down the shore. Um, Jersey I went, Shore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but before it was that. Um, <laughs> 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 um, I went to the beach and my cousin lived down there too and she was lifeguarding. And so I went with my cousin and there were these kids playing with these figures that had Spider-Man's head and Batman's head and Superman's head and Captain America's head, I think. I think. But they looked like they were at the beach in, in bathing suits. And I thought... This is awesome. They're like at the beach <laughs> versions of these characters. And the, and the kid was like a teenager and he just gave them to me. 
because I loved them so much because I ended up playing oh, with their family wow. and they were building like a big castle. And they were probably get, old to them at that time. Well, yeah, they were. Mm-hmm. They were. I guess they were, and they were old Mego figures. Yep. And I didn't have you know the outfits, but I had them. Um, I don't have them anymore. They were lost in the great loss. Um, <laughs> yes, the great tragedy of your life. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, but that that was kind of. I think those were my first Marvel Interesting. figures. Was, um, oh, wow, um, those are my first Marvel figures as well. But I'm a yeah, little older but, than you. Yeah. But you know, indirectly, I'm trying to think if there were others, and I can't think of any others uh, as far as. Action, proper action figures. Um, I had a stuffed Spider-Man, but that doesn't count. Um, but so as far as that goes, th- that's my knowledge. And as far Very as the 60s, the 60s I don't have a huge amount of knowledge about. Well, like um, I told you, I had but older... since you were born in the 40s. Yeah, you know, I was born in the 40s, you know. and I had older... <laughs> well, luckily I had older cousins. Um, so I inherited, like I've told you before, I inherited all their toys from the 1960s and 70s. Now, I never inherited their Marvel toys because the 60s, the sort of first Marvel toys was Captain Action. And Captain yes. Action by Ideal would um, have different outfits you could put them in. You could right, put them in a little Spider-Man like costume. And they've remade they've, those. They've redone those. Yep. And you could put them in different costumes. They've made modern versions of those with Thor and Captain America really nice. and different ones. And but back then, I think it was just Captain America and Spider Man, uh, among other things. I mean, you could dress him as all kinds of different stuff. But uh, Barbie, the Marvel stuff was Captain uh, Captain America, Spider Man, and then Mego gets the license for DC and Marvel when they start to get big in the seventies, and they made tons of characters, tons yeah. and tons of characters. I mean, though they made so many millions of those toys that I mean, you can still find Spider-Man and the Hulk today for like nothing. Like, yeah. if you're paying more than twenty dollars for those, you're spending too much money because there's millions of them out there, and you can find those in flea markets and stuff still to this day, even though they're that old. They're forty plus years old now. Um, but yeah, That's the crazy. Migos, well, and they're but they're still they yeah. still work and they're not. They broken. are. And they, you bet they are. The quality of the plastic mm-hmm. mix was just so much better than it is yep. now. Yep. And they so Migo Marty Abrams and Migo makes all kinds of really cool uh, uh, figures for a long time. They're I I loved the cloth outfits. I really loved like the gloves, the little vinyl yeah. gloves and things that they would wear, and right. the shoes like Robin's shoes. I always thought were the coolest thing in the whole world. Um, but I had I was probably zero when those came out. <laughs> But right. by the time I was three, four, they were still everywhere because they reissued them over and over and over and over and over and over again. Oh, so, so I funny. had a pretty decent collection. And my brother and I had a decent collection of those. My cousin gave me some. And so we probably had at least 10 Marvel figures, maybe another five or 10 DC characters. Did you and, have any of the play sets from then? Uh, who are you talking to right now? No, I don't mean acquired <laughs> later. I mean then. Back then, we did not have any of those play sets. See? Um, because we had the Star Wars stuff, so we didn't have right. any of the the, the playsets. Those were sort of released earlier, a little before my time. Oh, okay. Um, I was a little too young for those, and my brother was kind of into sports and stuff at the time, so he didn't really care that much. Sports? Yeah, stupid sports. <sighs> but um, they sold those Migos in Toys R Us and Play World until about 82... They just sat there on clearance forever and ever and ever and oh ever. Oh, my God. So my first um, uh, Well, that would explain Marvel why stuff, I never saw them. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't 
No, you honestly, I, I, I never you did. You would have been too little. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't. You never would have seen them in store. But we no. also had, um, which was big, when they sort of shrunk figures down in the middle 70s when Microman from Japan came over and Legends mm-hmm. of the West and um, Star Wars and all that stuff came out, the early three and three-quarter stuff. They made what was called pocket superheroes, um, where they made little small versions of the figures, little teeny action figures, like five points of articulation, like a... Um, like a Star Wars figure, and they're right. like not very detailed and look like blobs. The only one that's cool is the is the Hulk. He's pretty cool looking, um, but they're little tiny figures and they're really really nice. Um, they made the first sort of wave of them has that weird like CB McHall. Do you know that line CB McHall by Mego where it's like a trucker line? No. They all have static bended knees, so they all have to have display stands because they can't stand on their own. That's horrible. <laughs> and their right hands all look like they're masturbating. <laughs> um, so look those up sometimes. CB Wait, McCall so and Pocket like, is, Superheroes. Is the arm moved in, The arm sort of? is twisted and moved oh, in. And bizarre. it goes, the articulation, right, is, ah, is a little why? intense. And if you've never seen those, they're pretty funny action figures. But then they later straightened the legs and you made it a more traditional style action figure because they had reused a bunch of molds and things. But they had pocket superheroes. But the first Marvel line that I sort of went nuts with and was old enough to go nuts with was Secret Wars. Oh, and I totally. had the Tower of Doom and I had, I think I had every figure except maybe those foreign exclusives like Iceman and stuff. Right. Um, but I had everything. I sadly only have one left of my originals. Oh, no. I Wait. Had, and I had the original. Like, I got them the second they came out. So I had the Wolverine with the black claws instead of the right. silver claws. Uh, the only one I have left is my favorite thing from Secret Wars, which is uh, this guy right here. I'll show him to you, but nobody else can see him. So maybe you can describe him to everybody for us. <gasps> Spider-Man, Black Spider-Man. Yeah, it's symbiote <laughs> Spider-Man, and it was a Black running, Spider-Man. it was a running change in the line because they had the regular red and right. blue Spider-Man, and then they made a running change in the line with the same mold and gave us the symbiote Spider-Man. I had, awesome. I think I had, oh, I definitely had the original. I think I had the symbiote one as well. Maybe my cousin did, and I took him. <laughs> Whoa, you dirty thief! No, he didn't like them. Um. And I think I ended up just having him. Um, I had Doc Ock, uh, Doctor Doom, Magneto, Wolverine, um, Spider-Man, Daredevil. I think that... Oh, uh, and uh, Kang. Yeah, Kang is um, Oh, gosh. Uh, There was one other one. The, uh, who I used to think looked like Spider-Man in disguise, uh, in like a fancy costume. Baron uh, Zemo. Baron Zemo. Thank you. Okay. I'm forgetting his name. <laughs> I was. I didn't. Well, because I didn't know who he was. Because I didn't know any of the comic stuff. I was yeah, like, oh, why yeah. is Spider-Man wearing this outfit? This king outfit. Like, because yeah. I thought he was like a king. Um, and I thought he must have been a Spider-Man villain or something. But yeah. yeah though, and then I had the uh, the uh, they were not motorcycles, but the um, the Captain America version of that. Yeah, turbo cycle, um, and then the 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 um, roto. Yeah, the roller, weird, the thing the that rolling. was never in the comic book. Yeah, I should have looked these names up before this, but I. It's yeah, okay. that that was motorized, and it uh, it it was like a pod, and it sat in this wheel, and it and it drove uh, the wheel forward, so it could crush things. It was mm-hmm. really cool. No, that was, was a, a f- it was a fun little line, and when it, I grew up and 
read Tome Arts and Lee's Guide to Action Figures and all that stuff. Right. Um, it was so exciting, Action Figure News and all those old magazines. Did you ever collect you know, those old Tom- magazines? Oh, I definitely. have so many of them. From, from oh, my, uh, And Toy Fair yeah, later on. To see how much things were worth. And they would yeah. show you how much it was worth in box or not in box. Yep. Um, I, that's the first time I ever saw those uh, European variants. Um, right. Man and what's the other one? Constrictor or something like that. Um, there's another. There's another Constrictor one too. In there, I can't remember. Constrictor, yeah. <clears throat> but that was one of the variants uh, that I never saw when I was like, "Whoa, that's so cool!" And I've never really gone back and collected them because it was such a, you know, I, I'm not super enamored with those figures because they're Mattel style five points cheesy articulate. You know, right. They're, they're not great figures. So I've still just got my symbiote Spider-Man here, my original one. Um, but I'm never really worried about going back to collecting them because I don't have a lot of great nostalgic value because they're not great toys, and so many great toys have been made of Marvel later on. Well, of course, yeah. Um, but one I forgot to mention to you that I drug around forever because I was a huge um, plush collector, you know, like stuffed animals. Of course. I still am to this day um, a huge plush collector. <laughs> I got a ton of Dimmo. Mine now I collect is mostly Disney plush. Uh, mostly. Maybe Smurf plush too. But the right. um, one I carried around was a Mego product called Super Softies. And I carried around that Spider Man until he had nothing left. And he was a really cool uh, little oh. Super Softie. And they've released that kind of thing you know, over the years, over and over again for kids. I wonder kids, if that's but... the one I. I wonder if that. But uh... if you look up Mego Super Softies Spider Man, that is the one that I had. Oh. Electro was the other uh, international Secret Wars oh, figure. Electro, okay. Super Softies. They're called Super and Softies. Migo, Migo right? Super Softies. Yeah, they had like I think they had. Who did they have? They had. Oh, Spider-Man. I did have that. That's the one yeah, I had. Yeah, I freaking love that thing. They, it was out oh for a long gosh, time. It was out. I, that's for a the Spider Man I had. I told you. Oh, oh. That. just blew your mind. Oh no! I when you said that, I was like, mind. oh, I wonder if that. I think it was a Hulk one too. Yeah, I think there's a Hulk and maybe one other one. I can't remember. Thor or somebody. I don't know. But um, I, I loved that thing to death. And it finally, I have a lot of pictures of me with that, that thing. And it finally, of course, died a gruesome, sad, plush death uh, of being no, loved too much. But a few other things um, that Mego came out with. Were, do you ever know about the Mego Magnetic Heroes? Where they were like almost like Micronauts where you could take their pieces off. And no. switch, switch them around. That, do, they had uh, the Hulk uh, version of that, which is really cool, and a couple others. Um, so did no, there was, did there you, was, are you there was not a, there was not a Hulk super softy. That's I'm thinking. Oh, okay. I had one of those. They, I think it they was, made a modern one of those, though. They made a more modern version of that. They may have, but I I definitely had one back in the '80s. There there were a, a, I guess one. Well, they probably still have these, but cloth stores like sewing stores were big there was this place called cloth world yes they still have and, them joanne's fabrics etc et yeah et things like that mm-hmm. they would sell these patterns of yes, superheroes and, and my that's grandmother what, made me tons of that stuff yeah that's yeah. the hulk i had my grandmother or my mother made me one of those um, um did you are you young are you too young to remember remco's utility belts that they would make they would come out with these series of repainted utility belts with a sticker of some superhero on them and put them in a yeah, box no. with the superhero's picture. I don't They're little remember utility those. belts. I loved them. Of course, the Batman one was my favorite, but since we're talking well, Marvel, yeah. they also had a Hulk one because you know Hulk needs a utility belt. 
They're Why actually not? very, very collectible today. It's kind of like a rack toy style He's a thing. Smart doctor with um, with a rage problem. That's right. <laughs> and I loved those Rimco utility belts, man. I still have pieces of one of them somewhere around here. But if you have those, you know, mint, they're pretty collectible. Um, Was it made out of the plastic that would shatter after oh, a yeah, while? Oh yeah, just or? crap. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a rack toy. It's just crap, crap plastic. It's all just junk. You play with it three times and it breaks. Right. Oh, um, that's sad. They were pretty fun. They were fun little toys. <clears throat> but of course, in the 1990s, we get in the late 80s and 1990s, we get to a company called Toy Biz. Did they make any cool Marvel toys that you collected? We talked about the last time Abs- we had an episode. <laughs> cool toys? Absolutely none. <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> many, 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 many X Men, X Men toys. That's that's a big part of why I, beyond you know, besides the comics, that's a big part of why I fell headfirst into loving X Men because there were toys to go along with the comic. Yep, and they made everything. Yes, they did. Um, I mean, every character. And yeah. Everything. <laughs> well, no, they didn't make Callisto. They didn't make Callisto. No. Okay. All right. I don't know why no one I'll has made a figure you. of that character. Um, That's weird. At least I don't think they did. If they did, I, I missed know. out. Um, but so, what other ones did you collect besides the X Men? Because I collected those as well. We talked a lot about this last time. But, yes, um, we did. But what other? What more specifically, the X Men? What were your favorite X Men toys? Uh, my favorite X Men from Toy Biz, um, Storm, the first release, because she had a light up feature, which to me was like beyond the best. Um, Colossus, because he just looked like the comic, and that was exciting to me. Uh, the second release of Magneto was probably one of my favorites. Uh, nice. The first one was terrible. Um, yeah, the second one was much better. Figure. The second one's great. Yeah, the second release of Wolverine with this the spring-loaded claws Ooh, and the yeah. yellow outfit. <laughs> and um, he's a little skinnier. He looks pretty yeah. good. Sauron, because he had wings that you could sort of flap. Um, uh, later on, Rogue, just because I... That was my favorite character, and we already discussed my custom that I made. Yep. My first, my first venture into custom Aww, action so figure cute. making, and she still survives. Um, and then Cable and Domino. Um, I hated that Domino toy, man. The articulation was so bad. Oh, it was Her terrible. Just like went up to the side. No, it was horrible. terrible. But it, but she still existed, and for me that was a big deal. She did, um, and that for me was exciting. Um, I love the old Deadpool, the original oh. one, the skinny one. I didn't have that one, actually. Did you have the second one think. where he had the interchangeable head? No, I didn't have any Deadpool toys. What? Deadpool has, has, has only become a recent love of mine. Uh, and what? again, from, from the movie. you mean? You read X-Force and all that? No, didn't I didn't. like Deadpool? I, I, like, I, what are you talking fine. about? No, he was fine. I didn't. He you was didn't not collect the Deadpool that... comics and stuff back then? No, no. What? What are you no. talking about? You missed Unless out. Had, Unless it had a first appearance or a significant appearance of somebody that I liked. Wow. No. Or it was okay. like a crossover story, you know. Wow. Those early um, Deadpool comics are great. Iceman, because he had that amazing <laughs> ice sled skateboard sure, yeah. parade float thing. Um, uh, yeah, and, but I didn't have any of the play sets. I didn't even know they existed until later, which yeah, is weird. Yeah. And you didn't even know about that awesome Kingpin one I, t- I told you about. That one's No, sweet. and I didn't know about the Danger Room. I didn't know any. Yeah. I just thought they. I thought they only made figures, and I guess that was just because the stores that I was going to only carried them. Yeah, I only ever um, saw the play sets at Toys R Us. That's where I got mine. Nope, never saw. Never saw them, which is weird. Um, 
but yeah, those were those would be my favorites, and I still have all of them. Oh yeah, me too. Um, I mean, I would love to us to put our Marvel collection, our Toy Biz '90s Marvel collections together, just to see how crazy and kooky they all that, look. Oh my gosh, it'd be so fun. Um, I, I actually love, should go. You know, yeah, I should get them out of storage because they're in a bin in storage. I mentioned um, in the last podcast that the Spider-Man animated was in my top. You know, they were in my top yeah. five, and I really loved that um, the show and the the line. But my other favorite line, which they started doing really unique characters that have some have been done in Marvel Legends, but not all, is um, the Fantastic Four animated line. They oh, made sure. some really interesting, because Toy Biz made some big jumps in just a few years in their sculpting and character selection and style in the 1990s, yes, where it quite. got really impressive because of McFarlane upping the game and things like that. Um, some stuff got really impressive for a while for little five ninety nine toys or whatever, and there's some really great um, character choices like Dragon Man and Blastar and Fire Lord and all kinds of really neat like the other the, all the Heralds of Galactus like we don't even have any Herald of Galactus besides Silver Surfer in Marvel Legends. No, um, all the other Heralds of Galactus that, were made by Toy Biz in the 1990s. That would be an interesting Comic Con exclusive. Yeah, too. like why do a we not set. have the other Heralds of Galactus, like Fire Lord? Like I don't get it. Yeah, that is weird. Um, we have the tooling. Like, why have we not made those characters? I guess because Galactus hasn't really been a thing for a long time. But um, they've given us a bunch of different Galactuses, but I don't have. Um, we've had three variant Galactuses or four variant Galactuses in, in the life of Marvel Legends and Marvel Universe, but. Um, that was also one of my favorite figures from Toy Biz was the old Galactus where you plugged in his giant planet eating device into his chest <laughs> and he would he would only light up and talk if you had that in his chest, um, which was really cool. And I still have that. That's one of my favorites when I display those toys, which they're the only toys right now not on display for some reason. I need to get them on a shelf. I always put, you know, Galactus right there in the center to take yes. care of business. And the Sentinel, did you have the Sentinel where that would pop apart and you could put a figure inside of it like he's captured the figure? I did no, I did not. What again the heck something were you else doing that I did in not, the 90s. that I did not know existed. But I was also poor. Like we were I was particularly also poor. No, we were particularly poor in the nineties, so I <laughs> anything that I bought, I bought because I had a job at this ice cream parlor and that was I was my budget was very limited. Um, cause I was also going to a right. private school and having, yeah. and we're doing like a little work study job. And so it was, things, things were tight. I, hey, I um, hear you. Well, I was lucky. My parents paid for my college. And so any extra money I had, I just bought toys with it. And I was in college at the time that <laughs> all these came out. And so I was at KB and I lived a mile from Toys R Us and KB Toys in my college area in Tallahassee. Oh God, that's so, lucky. We didn't have and they had they had EB games and um, Babbage's and all kinds of stuff that had different toys. So I was always haunting the toy aisle in Tallahassee, um, getting all these '90s toys. So I had everything, and they were so dang cheap. I mean, you yeah. could get a whole wave for thirty-five bucks. I mean, it was pretty right. cheap back then. It's not like now where it's like a whole wave is one hundred and forty dollars. Thirty-five dollars like, a figure. Dear, God, <laughs> kill or yourself. Twenty dollars, and that's Mattel's fault, I think. Everyone says, oh, well, prices going up so much because of the cost of oil and blah, 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 blah. Oil's come down in price. It's bullcrap. We control the oil now. 
that's bullshit. Although that would make sense that it would be more expensive if we controlled because it. Because we but, control um, it, but yeah. But yeah, it's it's Mattel. I, we, and again, I've mentioned this before. We should have some sort of episode where we talk about the econ- the economics of toy collecting we and should. what it all means. But it but there's definitely there was a point in the early 2000s where Mattel was like, we're gonna just try this out, and they just kept raising the prices, particularly of J- Justice League Unlimited. That was their first. I think their first litmus test to see how much collectors would pay, and it w- went from you know yeah. twelve dollars to twenty, sometimes twenty two dollars a pack, and it was like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Oh yeah, well, it's priced me that out cost a lot. You yeah, two cents to make. Oh yeah, and then every other figure just went up too. Yep, from nine ninety nine to eight ninety nine. It's mostly yeah yeah sixteen ninety nine to twenty ninety nine. Yep. Sometimes twenty four ninety nine and now twenty seven ninety nine. Yep. yep, and it's priced me out of the market for most things. Um, yeah, we're in a great, great toy renaissance right now, a golden age, and I can't buy you know one. I, I buy one twentieth of the stuff I would like to collect because it's just sure. so dang expensive. Like there's Absolutely. so many kickstarters and subscriptions and all these crap. I can't afford any of that. Right. Um. And and so it's like in my Marvel Legends, they all come out. Either tra- trading yeah. or selling things that I had in the past. Yep. You can you can um you can pre-order things, which is nice, which is hard because it tends to be the entire wave for the price up front. But then there are companies that are doing the payment plan thing, which helps hugely. Um, and Super they're Seven's doing it for Snake recently. Mountain. You can they pay hundred dollars you know, every month and for they six are. months to get your Snake Mountain. That's much more, <laughs> much better. Especially when you know I'm trying to save of money course, to go to PowerCon. Well, let me ask other, you this: since uh, we're or, or <laughs> so, we're going to wrap up this podcast. So this is going to be a two-part podcast, guys. Yes. We're just talking about early Marvel toys, and then I think next week we're going to talk about the great Marvel legends and Marvel toys, hot toys and toys that have come out in the 21st century. Hot toys. Um, So we'll talk about those and more of our Marvel obsessions and more about the Marvel cinematic universe next week and why Brian Charles Rooney doesn't collect it. But the last thing I wanted to ask you (laughs) before you have to go is um, you got yourself a He-Man. Are you excited? Uh, We don't have ourselves. You got yourselves a Prince Adam. Are you excited? no, that no 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 that is hollywood bullshit excuse my french that is some actor went in and either had a screen test or whatever and then his agent and manager decided to go crazy viral and go oh look who's playing he-man so that they could get their expected supposed fan reaction from the billions of bought instagram followers this person probably has um no sorry i'm being extremely harsh but that's the truth He is no, awesome. Have you seen any of his films? He is, he is the, he is the cutest thing one. ever. <laughs> I have seen one film in particular that I am no prude at all. I have done some things that make your hair Yikes. curlier than it already is. But the, the choice of an actor to play He-Man when they have a certain sort of movie floating around that's rather intense is an interesting choice. I also just don't know that he's... I don't know. I feel like he's... I think he's an interesting choice for I mean, Prince maybe, Adam, for sure. Yeah. I mean, who knows how they're going to do He-Man, because you know it's going to be about Prince Adam more they'll, than it's going to be well, about He-Man. They'll make it CGI, probably. Well, of course, because everything has to be for, you know, the youngest of the young right now, which is odd to me. But, yeah. Um, 
uh, yeah, I mean, I think they'll CGI him up. It's interesting that if you put a blonde wig on him, it kind of actually sort of looks like the original yes. figure. He's got a great um, look for Prince Adam. Really like, weird. I don't know what you're talking about. I know everyone's been whining about it. I'm like, I, he's very well, charming. No, I think he actually has a he's better a look very in the charming face for guy, but... And he's a fun little actor to watch, and he's cute and whatever. But, like, yeah. he'd be great Prince Adam. As soon as they announced it, I was like, oh, perfect Prince Adam. Let's dye his hair blonde. I just, do you... Do you know though about the 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 selfie movie? No, I don't know thing? about this movie. Oh, I'll have to look it okay. up. We'll look it up later. Okay. You can go explore that, and we'll talk about your we'll talk about your feelings about oh, the actor. Next but yeah, okay. <laughs> it doesn't really bother me either. <laughs> I just for some reason for for He Man, oh, it sort Lordy. of does. I just worry. I worry that it that it will. I'm more worried that it will. Um, cause a problem with people going to see the movie i maybe not i mean nowadays everybody you does can, everything you know I mean, every you can, everybody in a marvel everybody movie does everything and, and nobody cares has done nudity they've done sex they've done everything in movies i mean what's the different you know what i mean sex. so it's like whatever no i don't mean in a movie i mean in, in, a, a, in a homemade, homemade movie. movie hey everybody's got a homemade movie the kardashians yeah. are famous because of homemade movies people people tend to forget yeah, that but do you want you want Kim Kardashian playing? Maybe I do. Maybe I do. Maybe Shira? I do want to play Shira. <laughs> she, she's more of a whiplash. <laughs> well, um, tell me this before we go. Anyway. I haven't talked to you in two weeks, you jerk. Uh, so, how many toys yes. and what toys have you gotten in those last two weeks? I recently, or a couple days ago, just got my uh, pre order delivery of Mythic Legions All Stars 2.0. They did a, an All Star resale of uh, uh, the top seven or eight uh, characters that won the polling uh, contest from the fandom uh, and uh, received figures like Jorand Runeshaper. And I have to, I have to thank Cornboy and the other horsemen for including him because he was in the top for a while. And then the last day there was some interesting voting that went on and he got shoved to the bottom just out of reach and they put him in anyway. And he was a figure I was really hoping nice. for. So I got him and um, yeah, he was great. And then also the, uh, multiverse dc multiverse uh so Shazam, walmart power. trip yeah uh not captain power I'm, i have captain power <laughs> on the brain um captain marvel shazam from Very my walmart nice. trip yes so those are those are my acquisitions you me sir, uh the new newest stuff on the shelf kingdom i got, finally got my kingdom hearts tron um the original tron figure which i've been looking for everywhere it's a very I've cool looking figure sark the bad guy i've never seen tron so i finally picked him up at gamestop was a very exciting. He's a really cool figure, except he doesn't come with his identity he disc. Really cool. So what's the point of having a Tron figure and he doesn't have his frisbee to throw around? It's bullcrap. It That's doesn't make strange. any sense at all. Diamond Select. Has there been? Has there been no. any sort of um, fandom backlash Not or yet, explanation for that? Because I don't think Tron's popular enough to have a fandom backlash. But um, you think? Yeah, maybe oh, Disney fans, so. but yeah. I don't know if Disney fans know about these figures. But anyways, they're super or cool. Toy, I mean, there's going to be one for me when I write and... a little thing on the Diamonds Like board that <laughs> says, where the hell's the identity disc? I'm going to write a letter. Um, and the other ridiculous. thing I got was an Emerald City Con exclusive and shared Target exclusive Ooh. of Huey, Dewey, and <gasps> Louie from Funko's Disney yes! uh, Afternoon Collection from DuckTales. Oh. I finally picked it up on Target Online. Um, I... Don't know. I don't think it's going to make it to the stores, but if it does, I hope it does. But if it doesn't, 
Um, it it's like that won't. Golden Girls set that you told me about where you were like, I was like, you're at New York Comic Con, give me that Golden Girls set. And you were like, it's on Target.com right now. And I was like, okay. And I ordered it and got it for 20 bucks, and now it's worth 300 But um, Yep, and I didn't, I didn't get, get one. one. I was in line in the earliest group that day, and I didn't get they one. Were on they were on Target.com. I didn't bother you're because an I idiot. thought I could get one. And that's a good At place to end this with the idiocy well, of Brian th- Charles. Well, Rooney. think about it. Golden Girls, Golden Girls pack. You think it's going to sell out if you're in the first yes, group I that morning? Yes, I do think it's going to sell out. But that's just me. But um, oh, no, for the, for con, the con, yeah, that's a little they weird. They sold out for the that's entire con. That that's like, why I got this. Yeah, second I saw these, I ordered things. them on Target.com. Was like, I don't want these to go up to 150 dollars and me not have my some of my favorite. No, and they, and they will, and they will, and oh, more on that later. Well, well. so. For Brian Charles Rooney and Rain's Car, this has been Each Hold Separately, Episode 8. Bye-bye, Brian Charles Rooney. See you next week for some more Marvel talk. Goodbye. Lovely. Have a nice day. And we'll talk about Funko next time. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. That's pretty great. All right. Have a great time. Yeah. Tell your son we all said hello. Go pick him up. Thanks. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> the Incredible Hulk meets Spider-Man. Each figure a foot tall and fully posable. All you need is a piece of string, and here comes Spider-Man. Avalanche! This is a job for the Hulk. The Incredible Hulk with a face that's mean. Lots of muscle and skin that's green. Superhero Hulk. Good job, handsome. The Incredible Hulk and Spider-Man from the Superhero Collection. Each sold separately by Mego.